2: Those two unapologetically
3: biased orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing
1: I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Qs Militia on the socials. So go there, join the militia. The most bullshit I ever seen was last night. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. Syracuse shoots blanks Wednesday, in a though? duel with Pittsburgh as they could only muster up 53 points in the loss. You'll hear from us, and we'll hear from you in fan feedback. Then a prime-time matchup in the ACC this Saturday night as the 9-11, 3-6 Orange take on the 17-4, and 7-3 Demon Deacons. We'll let you know what we think about that. Exciting stuff back at the yeah. Dome. If you know me, Joe, and you know me, and in many of you, if you've been listening for any amount of time, like, I don't know, a year, two, um, you'll know that when football is done, I'm done. I don't want to talk about football. I want to focus on basketball. Pure, unadulterated basketball. Just consume myself with it. Bathe in it, if you will. But, you know what? Not so much anymore joe uh some good news though on the football front which i am extremely excited about i'd kill for a football game tomorrow or saturday rather (laughs) you ain't lying uh i'd love i would watch syracuse football over syracuse basketball eight o'clock and be extremely happy um look i kid kind of Elijah Clark, Joe, former high school teammate of Deuce Chestnut. He'll be transferring from Rutgers to Syracuse. Clark was a four-star recruit, according to 247 and Rivals, getting a 94 rating from 247 Sports and named the second best player in New Jersey. Syracuse did send an offer during Clark's initial recruitment, but he chose to join Rutgers a month later, according to Noon's Magician. Now, look, this will be, what, five? So Braylon Oliver... Dan Valeri, Valeri, the quarterback we talked about, right? Um, Joanne Price, uh, and CJ Hayes, who I think we just talked about CJ Hayes in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, the um, the uh, the wide receiver. So, um, this will be five, which is you know, making moves. We talked about at the end of last, at the end of last football season, how like Baber's. Like, he's got to go all in. He's got to put all the chips in the middle of the table and do everything he can to fill the coaching voids, to fill all of the player voids. And while we have uh, Deuce Chestnut and Garrett Williams, Deuce Chestnut, as I mentioned, a former teammate of Elijah Clark, got them as the cornerbacks. But, you know, there's got to be room for, for this guy, Elijah Clark. Now, I didn't know of Elijah Clark, I'm going to be honest, until yesterday. Um, but four star second best out of New Jersey, Joe, and y- you're, you're better at this. So, so what do you think this is, is this pretty good or what? It sounds pretty good.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this again, he would be the highest recruit that we would have had last year or in that cycle or this year. Uh, he was the number 277 overall recruit. So he's the top 300 player in overall the 22nd, um, best corner so obviously this guy I mean he was getting burned at Rutgers as a true freshman and they said that they were he was pretty much going to be one of those guys Biden for a starting position uh, uh I don't know why he decided to transfer but I'm glad he did well, and I think probably Deuce,
1: Deuce played a role in that I would hope right
2: well I mean you'd like to think so and um you know that's another thing Deuce had something to do with uh, getting uh, that uh, Jack. was it back Dennis Jacques Jr., Jr. or something like that uh, on signing day to get him to uh, to flip. He wasn't... Um, a lot of people didn't think he was gonna be going to be going to Syracuse, and they said that Deuce helped with the... Uh, yeah, Dennis Jacques Jr. Um, defensive end from New Jersey, who also actually was um, a tight end um, in New Jersey as well. So with our tight end situation, who knows if that might be a two-way player possibly, but um, looks to me like uh, Deuce Chestnut is is really helping <laughs> helping the team out a little bit here, um, with this recruiting. And, uh, again, to get a guy that was well, first off to think about the two corner, like those guys were two cornerbacks on a, on a same high school football team. That's insane. Number one, but now, you know, they've been playing high school together and, and now they're going to you know reunite back in Syracuse. And, um, yeah, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. I don't know if he's going to be able to start, but I know that that just helped out our, um, our, corner, our cornerbacks um, exceptionally, especially with some of the guys that we lost in the transfer portal. So you're talking Deuce, Chestnut, now um, Garrett Williams coming back. Now with this guy too, I mean, you're looking at um, you know, lockdown corners, even if the other team wants to go nickel and you want to throw Clark in the slot. I mean, we got guys very deep there now. So very happy about this.
1: Yeah, it is C.J. Hayes, by the way. What I say? You corrected me. You said D.J., it's C.J. Not that it matters that much, but I just looked it up. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, look, look, Joe, you're usually right. Look. Usually, okay?
2: It was on the Syracuse.com uh, article, and it says DJ Hayes, so that's what I read it off of. Oh, really? But you're right, it is CJ.
1: They're wrong. Yes, um, they're wrong. Okay. Now, I would rather stick a toothpick under my toenail and kick a wall, but we're going to do this. And we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to do this. And we're going to do it quickly. And we're going to make the most of it, Joe. Okay. Okay. I don't yeah. listen to other podcasts. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't care. I don't know what they talk about. But we're going to do this Sean and Joe Q's militia style, which is to just mock it because I don't know what else to do, Joe. All right. And yeah. all I see yeah. is yeah. the top of your head. Okay. So fix your phone. This is driving me nuts. All right, let's hear what coach had to say after the loss at Pitt. I warn you, the audio once again is absolutely terrible. This is the worst ever. I pulled what I could. I pulled what I could. What was what was audible and I put it together the best I could. It's got all the important points in it and we'll go over it right after this.
3: Joe and Cole, you know, have to be contributors. If they're not, you know, we're going to struggle. They moved the ball well, but, you know, overall, um, overall the defensive numbers are fine. <laughs> you know, we're not winning games scoring 53 points. We're just, it's just not who we are. I'm concerned about winning a game. Are you kidding me? Do you see anything that looks like a tournament team out there? Do you? Well, then why ask the question? We're concerned about trying to win a game. Period. My buddy has to get to go that many places to do that much. Um, and, you know, he got in the lane, and if we finally got on the boards, Jesse's watching from the foul line he got, finally got to the boards a little bit and got a couple offensive rebounds and got the ball inside. And, you know, he just doesn't have enough basketball experience. He goes to the foul and he changes his shot. I felt from the beginning when he came to Syracuse it would take him three years to get to be able to be a contributor. And people's expectations, we need him to do more, but I don't think he's capable of it. I think he's, get, he's gotten better but when he catches the ball down low and tries to make a move, he can't even get a shot up. He literally can't can't even get a shot up down there because he gets bumped. And he gets just isn't strong enough. And uh, his he's a good player. If he was strong, he'd be a really good player. Well, yeah. I mean, Joe was out of it, and you know, I thought he would take charge. I thought he would say, okay. Samir is not here. I've got to do something. And he didn't do that. It was very disappointing. I we're not going to go with Buddy at the point for more than a couple of minutes, if that. It's just not what we do. It's not what he does. But, yeah, I mean, Samir has really helped us the last two or three games. He's getting better and more comfortable. And uh, it does give a chance, if Joe's a little off, that he can get in there and try to get something going for us. He's played well. But well, he's hurt, and I don't know He may be out for a while. We don't know. He might be back, but you know we don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, he would help us. no question about that.
1: All right, today's episode of the Cuse Militia and the Coach Montage is brought to us by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lift all, lifts all boats, so go check them out online or at social. Go to sportsdrink.org, open Instagram, and type sports Drink. that's spelled S P. R T S D R N K no vowels okay uh, they have a number of podcasts besides the NCAA podcast that they have they have MLB they have NFL they have skate they have um what am I missing the NBA wherever the hell that is um plenty of podcasts to choose from you can find them on you can find them on iTunes or Spotify go check them out okay so. Right off the top, Joe. Joe and Cole have to be contributors. Yes, I would say so. Especially considering uh, Jimmy, Joe, and Cole combined for 7 to 33. 21% between those three guys. Not going to win games like that, Joe. Not going to win games. It's 20 points. It's 20 points. It's not good. Um. When you look at it, like, we only scored 53. I guess it's not terrible. I mean, but, no, it's terrible. Uh, no, so, yeah,
2: you got to look at the, <laughs> the percentage on that, right? Cause yes, you Because Buddy scored 25 shooting, yeah, 23 shots. But four of them are from the free throw line, but there was also four other points. So, really, it was 16 off those shots with those other guys. And it's just frustrating because it's just we're seeing other teams get better, and, and we're not. And what happens when you don't get better – Is teams figure out how to play you and teams have figured out to be physical with us and they gotta rebound and obviously. Um but you stop Buddy and you stop Jesse and try to make the other three beat you. And I felt like that's what yesterday was. And Buddy did what he had to do, tried his best, eventually took some tough shots like his dad said, uh, because no one else was doing anything. And uh yeah, it's just it's frustrating, It's just very, very frustrating because normally we have a bench and you have a, a season where we see Syracuse, um, you know, get better and they progress and learn how to play with each other. They get confidence that he figures out his rotations. And um, obviously this year, there's just really none of that and we're not getting any better. And it's just frustrating watching these other teams not only get better, but learn how to beat a team that's just not changing.
1: Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's what is. it is. It is. You're right. Tony Staffieri on Twitter gave the Groundhog meme. It's exactly Groundhog's Day, guys. Nothing has changed. The one, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. The one thing that has changed, we will we, we'll get to. Um, defense, not an issue. You know, Pittsburgh scored right at their average. We gave them 61 points last time, 64 points this time. I wouldn't say the defense was great. Um, just a lot of missed opportunities on the offensive end. If you're going to be honest about it, I mean, obviously the offense. I mean, obviously the offense was shit, was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. The Miss Bunnies, Joe, it was bad. It was bad. Six,
2: six turnovers.
1: Six turnovers. I mean, he had more turnovers than he had points. So. By double. Uh, yeah, by double. <laughs> so I mean, look. We'll get into that. I'm going down the line here. I'll get into, we'll get into Joe. Um, Coach was asked about, but you you agree, right? Defense on issue is a a little bit of an exaggeration. There's been
2: games in this this season where the defense has been an issue and been the reason why we lost. This was not one of them.
1: Right. This was not one of them, but the defense, I mean, we should have won. Holding Pittsburgh to 64 points, (laughs) we should have won plain and simple, right? Okay, okay. Um, coach was asked about NCAA tournament or looking like a tournament team or something along those lines. I couldn't hear. I, look, if they, these people need a sound guy. I mean, who sets this crap up? Who sets this crap that up press for the
2: conference? Went as about as good as the game did. <laughs>
1: no kidding. Look, and here's another thing. Notice everywhere Syracuse is going outside of Syracuse. People are... there. It isn't Zoom bullcrap. It is actual people sitting in a press room. And he's answering and taking questions. Like, let's, let's cut out the garbage. Get back to some normalcy within Syracuse, period. Um, you, you're going to have... Well, well, we'll talk about it later. We'll, we'll talk about it later. He wants to win a game, period. Like, like, what are you doing asking about the tournament? Like, this team needs to win. I'm, I, I am sold that this is going to be coach's first losing season at this rate. we're The way we're headed right now is going to be not only the worst season of our lifetimes, Joe, but a, yeah. a, the coach's first losing season in 46 years.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, that's not, and it's not an exaggeration. And I think, I mean, even I was trying to stay positive last, last podcast and talk about how we're playing the bottom barrel of the ACC and In how, you know, we, most of our games have been against the top four or five, you know, in the ACC. So we have a good stretch here, you know, the next eight games. But, I mean, we play like we, we put, I mean, Boston College, people say, oh, you can't lose to Boston College. I mean, I've seen them play. They're gritty. And they have athletes. And they're going to play tough and physical. And they're not going to give up. And if we play like like we did last night, we will be swept by Boston College. So something's got to give. Um because I've I've been trying to be positive and I thought that this could be a a situation where we could possibly go on a run
3: and who knows, maybe,
2: maybe it's a situation. we We'll never know if how many minutes Saimir would have gotten in this game. And if it would have been the turn, you know, the the change, the change of it. But again, this is the crux of having three scholarship guards on your roster and one gets hurt. Um, so shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, like you say, if, ifs and buts were candy and nuts, but, um, it's hard for me not to believe that, you know, Samir wouldn't have came in and, and played. And like I said, you can't say in hindsight whether we would have won. But it's just a situation where we just, we saw Samir kind of grow up a little bit and earn some more minutes. And the way that Joe was playing, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he would have put up 20-plus 20, 20 minutes, and who knows what would have happened. Um, so it's just unfortunate. But with this team, especially without Samir and, and what he was doing, I mean, it's just, it's just gone from bad to
1: worse. Well, we talked, it's just like, uh, it, it just figures because the the last show we talked about how big we were on Cyan, how much, just like this, this kid is just getting, he's the only one that seems to be progressing. Buddy is Buddy.
2: No, Jesse. Okay.
1: Jess, has Jesse progressed though? I mean, like he, I think he, he has, I think he has, progressed he has
2: with confidence.
1: He has, we, we'll get to Jesse. You, you went out of order. We're yep. talking about Cy right Sorry. now. We'll get to no. Jesse. It's fine. Um, um, but Cy is, is making strides, obviously to the eye. Anybody who watches Syracuse basketball can see the difference when, when Samir Torrance is on the floor, and he plays what? 24 minutes gets hurt. You don't, it doesn't seem too bad. Now we just don't know. I mean, he could be out. Who knows, man? Right. Who knows? Yeah. You know, uh, we don't know, Coach. Don't know. First, we first we heard. You know, the next two games, and now now we're at. You know, we're at the. Yeah. I don't know. Could be a long time. And,
2: and I thought we were in a situation where we were about to see. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, another player grow, add another layer yeah. to the team, some depth, and
1: it's a dagger. You know, I feel like it's a dagger. I feel like Sai. I feel like Cy getting injured and being sidelined is the dagger for this team. He is exactly what they've needed the entire year. The dude starts doing what we play in the role that he needs to be playing for this team to be successful. And he's sidelined. I feel like, I mean, I just, I'm floored. I mean, it's like this team can't even catch a break on that end. Yeah. So...
2: Yeah, it's um, it's overall it's overall tough, man.
1: It's overall tough. Uh, Je- Jesse, yes. Uh, Joe, obviously, of course. Uh, Jesse had has made strides af- with his athleticism, but in you know the passes, some of the shots he makes are, are, are really athletic shots. They really are. There, they're, a lot of them are up close, but they're tough. And he's made a lot of tough shots. And he's, do- he's done a lot of tough things. And he's, he's definitely learning the game. He's a freaking monster on defense. Yeah. What is he? Second in the ACC in blocks, like ninth in the country. And mm-hmm. he's awesome. He's an amazing yeah. player. But like Coach said, he's weak, man. And, and, and if he could be strong, he would be an absolute terror. Yeah, but he's but got something. He, he's he's got to get stronger with the ball. He just gets he looks like a pinball down there most of the time. But
2: but again, that type of stuff you don't change in the middle of a season. No, right? you it's don't. Not that he's not right. tough, right? So I think that's really the situation. And honestly, Jim caught a lot of flack on this. There's a couple um, articles out there throughout the uh, Syracuse. You know, see, I the don't bother the news.
1: Okay, um, well, I don't bother. I don't were bother kind with them hanging on him. They are banging on Jesse, too?
2: No, they were banging on Coach Bayheim for bringing up Jesse and kind of like almost like he was giving him blame or saying that he just wasn't ready to do what he needs him to do or something like that, but well, he's progressed. I think, and Coach,
1: I, I think Coach said in the I, – I don't know. Coach said in the, in the presser, Buddy – the only one he didn't put blame on was Buddy. Plain and simple, he mentioned Joe, he mentioned Cole briefly – um, another player who just will not break I don't through.
2: Think
1: he yeah, he did. He, it's in the montage. Cole and Jimmy need to do did more for this Jimmy?
2: team. Oh yeah, okay.
1: Cole and Jimmy need to yep. do more for this team to be successful. They have to contribute. Yeah. Um, um, and then he said, basically, at one point, I don't think it was in the montage, but he he mentioned Buddy, and he said, you know, Buddy played great, but no, it's because no one else did anything else. I and mean, he blamed the team except for Buddy. I mean, Buddy can't do everything. You know he had a sure. couple. He had a couple bad games. He's he's streaky, um, yeah. and, and and inconsistent sometimes. But he's getting all the attention. I don't know what you want the guy to do. I don't know how much blame Buddy can get for any of it. It's Joe. It's no, Cole. No. It's Jimmy, and it's coach. And and you know you got John Bulljack in there before you put Benny in. I I don't. You got John Bull and Jesse in, and I'm like. Oh. Is Benny that bad in practice? Is he that bad that we got John Bolzak and Jesse Edwards in at the same time?
2: Well, I mean, and at some point, too, it's like, I mean, if players are, I mean, if you want to bring up practice and this is like, there's only so many times you can do good in practice, but then not do something out in a game where you're like, well, maybe this whole practice thing is a little overrated, right? Like practice. Yeah, sometimes people don't get up for practice and the game. Kind of, I mean, again, we've seen flaws in Benny's game. And I think every fan, every Syracuse fan is, you know, there's fans out there that call for Benny all the time. Right. And some more than others. And I think that I could probably speak for mostly everybody unless you're just a fan that thinks that just Benny just hasn't gotten a chance. But when he's been in there, he hasn't I mean, he's, he's not kind of giving providing the help that I thought he was going to No, I I would have a season in that like a five star. So and I think a lot of people would, but at the same time, when you see this, it's hard not to be like, well, why not Benny?
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, you see John Bull and Jesse on the floor at the same time, and I'm like, well, where the hell's Benny? I mean, he gets three minutes after all that. John Bull got ten. Like (laughs) that just doesn't make any sense to me. I want to be I want to be a fly on the wall in practice. I gotta see how bad Benny is in practice. He must be terrible. He must be terrible. I, I, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. I'm at a loss for well, words, I man. I just come on here and complain. I'm sorry, guys. That's where I'm at right now. I thought for sure they would win this game. I thought yeah. for sure they would win this game.
2: Well, if you want to turn the tide, you have to. And that's
1: yes, it. it's a must win. This is a quad three game on the road. That's how right. bad Pitt is. And by the time the season is over, like I said in the last show, this is going to be a quad four loss. There's no yeah, doubt about in, it.
2: We're one and four in quad three games.
1: That's terrible. Terrible. Jeez, some crow. Still 5-0 and oh in
2: quad four games, though.
1: Well, that's good.
2: Yep. <laughs> Somehow that Colgate game still holding on to a quad three. <laughs>
1: Oh Lord. my gosh. I, I, all right. <laughs> all right. Look, it's time to switch it's time to switch gears. Let's have all of you air your grievances. Let's go.
3: It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house.
1: Ah, uh, you guys know what to do. At the end of every game, I ask for your thoughts on said game, and most of you will rant and rave. And I'll read them, and I'll laugh, and I'll cry, and then I'll pick some. And we'll talk about them here. Okay. All right. Let's start with Facebook and Mark. Look, this is a good one. I will want to get. I don't know if you read any of these, Joe, but. I'd love to get your thoughts on this one in particular. I'm going to start with it. Normally, I'd shelf it and save it for last, but I'm going to start with it. First time, Mark says, first time all year that I've seen it, but they quit tonight. Things are about to get very ugly up on the hill. I can't be the only one that saw a bad basketball team that quit tonight. Joe, the effort at the very least, if I'm being as positive as possible, The effort, at the very least, was just pathetic in the second half. Mm -hmm. And you watched it happen again. How many times have we seen Syracuse build a lead in the first half, then lose it, barely scrape by by the time the horn hits at the end of the first, and then just completely fall apart in the second show? But first time all year, he's saying they quit. Mark's saying they quit, Joe did they did they quit Were they just tired
2: i mean the other team only put out two more bench points than they did so their starters played pretty much just as much as their starters so i don't yeah, know really they think did too. you can use i don't think you can use the the tired effect to that um to that point uh, i completely i completely agree with with that comment to be perfectly honest with you really cuz um, cuz this
1: is not something we've ever really thrown around I I don't remember us. I don't
2: know if it's okay. So I can't really say that the whole team
1: quit. Well, obviously. But but I think there was individuals. Okay. I think
2: there was individuals, and I think that there were certain points that, you know, you look at it where, you know, you have a –
1: Joe didn't – You put
2: in a little bit more effort. You make a couple more free throws because our free throws were not great last night either, 9-16. of And then maybe – when Joe finally hit his first shot of the game with 36 seconds to go and made it a 53 to 60 game.
1: It's a Cole move, um, right? What's that? It's a Cole move. That's a Cole
2: move. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, no Cole's move. This game was, I'm going to come out and make a shot and make you think I'm going to do something for the first time. And then just fade not. away
1: scored and the first three come points out
2: in the second half and he's going to make two baskets make you think that he's going to help the team pull away and then he just disappears. Um but no that's that's really I mean what it is is a couple plays here a couple plays there a couple free throws and that game at the end would have been competitive and we just we just didn't do it. Um, and I can't say the whole team quit cuz buddy didn't quit but um things seem to be getting a little you know Harry up there, and it's tough too when you look at all the guys that we lost last year, and then the rumblings of oh there was clicks, so there was bad locker room stuff, or there was. Um I mean, it's just it's interesting because I don't know how ugly it's going to get at the hill, and that's the other thing is I don't really understand what exactly that means about how ugly it is in the hill, unless there's going to be a lot of pressure with the athletic director. But I can't I can't see a, a situation where coach loses a loses a locker room with two two children on it, <laughs> two sons on it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to bounce back and they'll play some games. Obviously, they're going to come out and they're going to play and they're going to win some more games and everything like that. But, like, what else are they going to do? You know, uh, I think that there's a lot of things that this team needs to come out and, and do for the rest of the season to kind of – I don't even want to say – I don't want to make it act like they owe the fan base, but we, we, like you said, we're in uncharted territory, bro. Yeah, well, they have never seen this. Most people probably living—I don't mean not to be whatever—but I don't know how long it's been since we've been this, this bad, this far into the season, as far as nine and eleven.
1: Dude, I don't think we were alive. That's the that's we definitely weren't alive. That's the point. I know that it was in the '60s. I'm almost positive.
2: Well, either way, like I said, that's why it's uncharted territory and that's why like last last podcast I was trying to be so positive, right? And in in my in my head I'm thinking, of course we're going to be able to come back and at least get on the bubble because that's at least minimum of what we've done since my I've been alive and I've known Syracuse basketball, right? Um but, you know, Matt in the hat, he's he he posted something on Facebook today and it was the ACC transition kind of thing that they popped up during the game. And where Syracuse and Pittsburgh were with their records and how they finished in the ACC the first year versus two years after, or actually after the first year till now, And both of those those programs have have taken a substantial uh, step backwards. And um, you know, I think it was you know a bunch of people talking about you know missing the the Big East and all this other kind of stuff. But
1: yeah, I you mean, know, what are you,
2: do? you don't know if it's the coach or if it's this or if it's just the ACC and it's just changed things. I don't know, but. One way or another, like something's got to happen here.
1: Yeah, that was a really long response sorry. to Mark's comment, Joe. Uh, Peter, <laughs> sorry, uh, Peter. I mean, look, he's right.
2: Uh, yeah, I think he's yeah. right. I don't want him to be right, right. But I think that a lot of that has some truth to it.
1: Mark, sorry. It, it, Mark. I know Mark. He's. I don't know if he knows that's us. That this page is us. But and I don't know if he listens. But shout out to Mark if he does. ESM grad couple years ahead of me. Uh, no, okay. Peter, Syracuse is an embarrassment. They need a new AD and changes in football and basketball. Jim Boeheim will always be a hero at SU, but his coaching in zone defense is a thing of yesterday. Look, Joe, Joe, I credit you with the point um, that I really never hear um, the devil's advocate argument to switching out of the zone. Now, I guess you could switch up the zone a little bit, which he tried a little bit this year, but we haven't seen it lately, right? Um, but the, right. the fact that we just haven't had in the past few years the athleticism to hang ma- with man-to-man um, on defense. So, I mean, we're getting burned bad enough, the way I look at it. And I don't see that argument anywhere on Syracuse media, I don't... There's just certain places I don't... Like Syracuse.com, I don't really scroll, but... Right. You know, Noon, Syracuse SI, all of those, all of those, I, I do scroll, and I've never seen that argument there. I could be wrong, but I've never seen it. So I don't know if... One thing I will say, one thing I will say, and two things we talked about last time. We're missing a recruiting in Mike Hopkins, and... Maybe Mike Hopkins wouldn't be the best coach for Syracuse, but Mike Hopkins brings the energy, dude. He just in has... In the players. In the players, but he has the personality to hype these kids up. They're trying to get hyped up off a 77-year-old man. Well, I mean, you know, you have to have that. I don't see G-Mac anywhere. I'm not saying he's not doing anything, but I would love to see G-Mac take a presser. I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Instead of coach being up there, you know, I want to hear G at halftime. Something like I, I want to see something different. I, I want to know what's going on. I, I I'm because I'm 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 so confused. I'm I'm just, I'm just lost with everything. Nate on Facebook? Yes? No? Maybe so. Yes. Uh, Nate on Facebook, not good in the first half, awful in the second half, no adjustments seemingly at all, and only garbage minutes for Benny despite lackluster guard play. Tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, we made the point about Benny. Kind of weird seeing John Bull out there for 10 minutes and who out there for three. And, you know, maybe coach is thinking it's not the right game to play around, but obviously when Joe gets like he was getting last night, it's done, dude. It's done. He all too often does he does that where he just shuts down. And if he starts hot, he stays hot. If he starts cold, he he can get hot. But if he struggles like he was struggling last night, I felt like he took thirty shots, Joe, and he only took nine. I felt you know I, I felt like he took thirty. It was just because how- every
2: one of them were bad and they stuck <laughs> out, and that yes. was the thing. Like, and that's I think another thing is that's one of the biggest problems that we have. And you could point to the. You know, the athleticism and and being able to move in the 2-3 zone and everything like that. But we've usually always had some type of, you know, penetrating point guard that can kick out and, you know, is is really, you know, a good, uh, you know, assist guy. And we've usually had multiple guys that could go to the basket and stuff like that. Right. Um, We don't need a guy that's going to I mean, if you're a point guard, yeah, there might be some games you don't score. But your main objective is to get your other teammates the ball in places where they can score the basketball. And it's like you can't have a point guard that if he comes out and he's like score, score first mentality and if he misses a shot, he's just done offensively and defensively mentally. You can't have that. Like if you're a point guard and you're a true leader, you miss a couple shots, okay, now I'm just, you know, it's not my night. I'm going to get my other guys in, in you know, going. But instead, I mean, wait, four assists, six turnovers, three points. Yeah,
1: well, he had more turnovers I mean, than anything.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's literally just shots. a situation where that's not the point guard that you want.
1: Well, right. He's not a good point guard. He's not really a point guard. That's what, with the whole, that's what we were talking about with Sam, right. Samir. Brian, as you quit, plain and simple. When you mm. lose by double gi- digits to a really bad team, then it's time to start looking at the coach. I mean, I put a lot of blame. I I'm not, you know. We used, to, I, I call it like I see it. And in the past, I have always given Jim Beheim the benefit of the doubt because more times than not, guys, he's turned it around. And what he what he has said. Was proven in early in the year was proven to be true later in the year, and whether it be the development of players or anything things he needs to work on that they did change the only the differences this year is that we're not seeing any progress, and we're not seeing any progress I got to feel like I feel like it's the players, so I think he's got it a little backwards, but there are a lot of coaching questions that I have. And we talk about them. There's been like one every game for like the past four games where, I, where I'm just like totally confused by what Jim Boeheim is doing with the lineup and um, every, just everything. Just, I mean, I mean, mostly the rotations, you know, we see a lot of weird stuff early. We gave them the benefit of the doubt midway. But last night was the the most mind boggling, I think that I could think of recently. And, For that, yeah, he deserves some of that blame. I mean, you and I have been harder on Coach this year than I think we – this is our sixth year covering Syracuse basketball. This is the hardest we've ever been on him for sure, and I think he deserves a little bit of it. I just don't know why, I guess. You know, like why? What's different? Is it really just him showing favoritism? Is the bench really not that good? Is John Bolojok a better option than Benny? I don't think so. I just don't think so.
2: Yeah, a lot of it to me just comes down to just, again, there's just the athleticism or just, you know, there's certain things that you can teach and you can get better at. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's certain things that, um, you know, God's only going to give you so many gifts, so to speak, right? You just can't – certain things you can't just do. And by this time, you know, when it gets to this point, like – you're not going to gain so much type of athleticism or you're not going to grow too much more. I mean, I know that some people do in college, but especially guys, but um, there's certain things that you're just not going to, that you can't just teach, right? You can't teach height. You can't teach certain speed, side to side movement, stuff like that. You can, you can help a little bit. You can take a tent or something off here or something, but Overall, I mean, it is what it is. So I think it's just a situation where it just is not a normal type of Syracuse roster. I don't even know if it's the zone defense. I don't even know if it's the way that he runs his offense. It's just this group of people cannot do it. Right. If that makes sense to be, I'm not trying. No, to No, I think
1: that's exact. That's what I was saying. Or anything, but it's that's what I was saying. There's some coaching decisions that we definitely have questioned, and that I definitely think could have been better, but. When um, he's talking about, you know, where we are in the season right now, um, to blame coach? I mean, the players got to—they have—they're the ones with the ball in their hand. I mean, they have to do something, you know. Um, so I blame—I blame a lot of it on them. I mean, how many games have we had where everybody is firing on all cylinders, or maybe you're not scoring, but you're doing something? It's very rare. Maybe one game. There was one. What was it? Wasn't that long ago? I couldn't tell you right now. I don't have it in front of me, but maybe the Florida State game back. That was a that was a little while ago.
2: Right. Uh, but you can't you can't put muscle on somebody, right? Yeah, like no, you can't Edwards. put muscle. I mean, He's can only you teach get effort as good as he is right now? Right? Like, can you
1: teach mindset? You know, Joe's mindset just isn't great. Um, can you
2: though? Are you a coach or a psychologist? I mean, that's I, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. know. Right. And like Jesse, I mean, I think to, to coach's point is, is that he's not saying that Jesse's bad. He's just saying that he needs to get point, stronger at this point. He can only do what he can do with his strength.
1: Exactly. You know, if he
2: wants to go to the next level, he needs to get stronger. That's all he was saying. And a lot of guys, and we,
1: and we, and we have said that all year, that was his one fault that the one thing that he can't fix this year is his strength. He's weak with the ball. Nadal on Facebook. He says, been mentally weak all season. Not sure how you fix that, to Joe's point. Joe didn't know I picked this comment, but um, to both our points, really. Not sure how you fix it. I don't know if he can. Though I can't imagine a half-empty home game against a better Wake Forest team is going to be help. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, that that's another thing. They're going to watch their fans dwindle down. I got a text message last night um, from Tony. Our boy Tony, shout out. He's in the uh, green room. Right now, and uh, he's like, look, this is not going to bode well for the home game coming up this Saturday. It's going to be pathetic. That, along with all the other COVID rules inside the Dome, it's going to stink. It's going to stink bad. All right, top, hold on, hold on, hold on. we got to get more going than that. (laughs) Top fan, our boy Zach on Facebook. He's going to say it. He's going to say it, guys. He's going to say it. And he's, he warns me that he's going to say it. He says, man, I'm going to say it. Time for Jim to retire. Mm. And dare I say Rick Pitino to make his D1 comeback at the right ship um, and right the ship. I hate to admit, but Pitino is still probably the best coach, if not one of the best in the nation. I mean, I'd love to see Nate Oates type walk, on the, walk in the door, but I don't see us... Having the muscle to pull someone like that this point of the arms race. So, look, Patino, he was here before, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, very familiar with Syracuse in general. An assistant coach to Jim Beheim. Good friends with Jim Beheim. I, I always loved Rick's attitude and swag. I uh, got caught up in some, some, some stuff a couple of years back, Louisville. <laughs> Won a championship with Louisville. Um, yeah. Good coach. Good coach. Getting old, too, yeah. though. Getting old, too. Zach, Zach, no. Zach, if you want, Zach's in the green room. Zach, if you, wanna, if you want something, if you want to piggyback on any of your comments, go ahead. Here he is. Hold on. Let's see. Zach, you there? Unmute yourself. You're muted. Or do I unmute you? There you go. What's up, fellas? What's up, Zach. What's
0: going on guys what's up bud
1: uh we're you just just oh, you just know. stewing in it bro just stewing uh, just, in it
0: i feel like a uh, a goth kid in the 80s smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee outside the <laughs> high school like saying like life is pain everything's agony <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. i've no these are dark I i like what you guys are saying these are these are dark waters I've never been in before. No,
1: <laughs> no, it's, um, it's tough, dude. So, Zach, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Twenty-seven. Okay, so, all right, you know, I'm not. Uh,
0: I'm not with the pro Washington. I'm the oh, Johnny I'm, Flynn.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fair enough. My, well, uh, I, I'm more of Billy Owens. Mad. Billy Owens, Derek Coleman. I was kind of right after. I was, so you're the mid '80s
2: guy. Yeah. I'm the Lawrence Moton, John Wallace.
1: Yeah, that was the next era for me. It wasn't shortly long after that, but yeah. anyway, my we p- kind of like we kind of like
0: ladder each other. You, that's you, and yeah, like, kind of go in succession of each other.
1: There's a little, there's a little gap, but but I will say this: it's not this like it used to be, man. And um, you know, even back when you're talking the Johnny Flynn days, I mean, oh god, it was
0: that
2: was so fun. It, Dude, it was, was so much fun. Grade.
0: I was in third grade, and we would shut class down and watch the games. Oh, yeah. During the tournament. Yeah. I mean, it it was, it, used, you know what I mean? It was a big deal.
1: We used to do the same but, thing.
0: Yeah, it's That's just, right. uh, do you guys think it's something where with us going to the ACC and the death of the Big East that it's kind of this par- parabolic shift of, like, the tectonic plates of the NCAA where – That's deep, bro. I know. I don't – but is it, like – I don't even know how to explain it because it's not just us. It seems like other Northeast schools are just kind of floundering. There's kind of like, I don't know. Though, then again, I I'm, with the uh, with uh, gambling now <laughs> legal in New York State, I've been watching a lot more college basketball than I should be. But uh, I mean, <laughs> I can't believe it, but I've been actually watching Rutgers games and, and like interested in it. I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? I just don't do I don't. It. I know, I know. <laughs> Again, doing. this is all for money, folks. This is all for money. Yeah. This isn't for, it's a roof for anybody. But uh, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm so rocked. I, I, I hear you guys talking. I'm like, yeah, we're all just rocked right now. I don't, I Well, do You know. We all are. I,
1: I don't, do you, know, here's, here's what I was thinking today as I was driving. I had a long drive today at work. And I uh, was thinking, I'm like, you know, what is it? What could it be? And I can't put my finger on it, but I can tell you going forward, I don't think the NIL stuff as much as I agree and think that it should be implemented. It's sloppy, but I don't think it's going to help SU. I don't think it's going to help SU's recruiting. I I just don't. I just am not. I'm just not sure about it.
0: I think you're going to see the SEC um, and the Big Ten really start stepping it up because they have the they're these stupid public schools and these people are. They're so ferocious about it. They, it's not fun when you're just buying a team. That's not fun. That's not college sports.
1: That's not college, how college sports used to be. No. But it's how, in, it's it's how college sports is going to be. And, before, and it's so boring, though. It's just no, it's good.
2: It definitely used
0: to be, too.
1: Well, yeah, but it was yeah, under yeah. the table.
0: <laughs> under the table, exactly. Yeah, that's it's, true. You know, people YMCA, in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. Being a YMCA rep doesn't really speak to – Million dollar contract, <laughs> but let's talk the NCAA about that.
1: I just don't think it helps. Let's put it that way. You know, no, uh, although I no. although I agree with it, but you know, I think in the last episode someone mentioned sanctions. I think we're way through the sanctions. I don't yeah, definitely hurt though. You they definitely they hurt, hurt. They, they hurt way longer than the they should have. They hurt way longer than they should have. Yeah, I think that's
2: that's the big question. Is 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 it going? Is it because we went to the ACC or because of the sanctions? Because oh. you can sit there and say, obviously since we've joined the ACC, our recruiting and our season, you know, our success is you know
0: going what? down. Right? You know what? I, yeah. I, honestly, I think it's more ACC because even with the sanctions, I, we've been watching this decline for the last 10 years. This and is well, even the school. To
2: Sean's point earlier, too, we lost Coach Hopkins recruiting as well. Is it that? Yes. Yes, you're right. I mean, you're there's right. a bunch but- of – I think, I think it's, it's one of those things where you – you can't just pin it on one thing. Cause a lot of times it's more than just one thing. And I think that, I mean, I think all three of the things that we just mentioned, you know, you throw that all together and you get this shit stew that we're looking at right now.
0: So I, I got a question for you guys. Okay. Let's hear it. This is a good buy seller hold. Who do you think? Uh, I don't know if you already talked about this. I just popped in like 10 minutes ago. Who do you think turns around around quickly? The football program or the
1: basketball program? Oh, dude, I think the football oh. program looks like it's turning around. Bro, they're, they're not even on the I'm field. It.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if you I'm actually, we talked about this right in the beginning.
2: It wasn't when it wasn't on green room, so you you know you're gonna have to go and you know
1: hit up yeah. the download
2: when uh Sorry, when yeah, the episode comes out. But we definitely talked about that earlier.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you—I don't know how long you've listened for a while, Zach. You know how I am about football. I've been listening right? to you guys since uh, since the year we beat Clemson. The okay. year we beat okay. Clemson okay.
0: when I first started because I remember I, I always tell I always tell the story of how I listened to you guys give your preview and I was like these guys, and then and then everything you said happened. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna start to listening to them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now don't just don't, don't don't judge us by our predictions. No, no, no. no. Okay, especially yeah, well, not, the basketball.
0: Now gambling's legal. Uh, we're hey, not gambler-
2: we're not gamblers. Please do not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dude, it's fun. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's it's really fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I just not I'm a parlay guy. That's what I used to do back yeah, in the day. Dude, yeah. I won six hundred bucks last week. There you go. There
0: you Are go. you a Bills fan, oh, Zach? Don't I don't want we don't need to go on okay. No, okay. <laughs> right, I'll sorry. take
1: that. <laughs> <answered our> <laughs> uh, do you think the overtime rules need to be changed? No, because
0: either either way, it was going to be a coin toss. They're both the best quarterbacks in the league. It, right. It, it was going to be a shootout. Either way, it, 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 that would just meant that it went till the, t- the clock
1: ended. It, no matter what, it ended on the last possession. Zach exactly. Bills lost the game. It was 13 seconds. 13 seconds. That's exactly what I was going to say. 13 seconds.
0: Yeah, hey, look. That's that's their fault. Number one I mean,
1: number one defense in the league. 13 I seconds. Like I, was watching, I, I
0: watched a Dino Babers crumble right there. I mean, you... Kick the squib and then you frickin' – you don't just play soft. You get after him as Patrick Mahomes. Get after him. Make him make a stupid
1: decision. Cause He's he, gonna make yeah. bro, yeah. Josh well, Allen's a an app abs- fan, Zach.
2: I'm not a Bills fan, Zach, but I'll tell every I'll tell everybody out there right now that um I hope everyone enjoyed the the Super Bowl you watched on uh, Sunday night because yeah we're not gonna see another playoff game as entertaining as that. I almost guarantee. I,
1: that. I saw I saw a meme or something that said. Um, uh, the NFL has decided to scrap the Super Bowl and play yep. best out of seven between the Bills and the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but but look, I, I, I grew up in Syracuse hating the Bills because I was a Raiders fan. I had to yep, deal with my all the, I had to deal with all the Bills fans. My cousins, all my best friends are all Bills fans. And I grew up hating them. But I tell you, I love Cole Beasley. I love yep. Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. That dude is. Yep. Is a freaking animal, and they don't not come. He's just, a, he's just a humble dude. He's humble, and he's a just a maniac, and I love it. I love it. So, Gabe well, Davis
2: sleeper fantasy pick next year.
1: Yeah, not anymore. Um, all right, Zach. <laughs> we'll see. We're gonna hit a couple more of these, buddy. I appreciate yeah, yeah, you yeah, chiming yeah, in,
0: yeah. man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, and freaking you know what? Till the end, I'll be orange to the day I die, and I know you guys will be too. So. That's right. And
1: you're hardcore. Absolutely, you're all, absolutely, buddy. All you guys that listen to this show still are hardcore, Zach.
0: If, uh, if there's anything we can take about uh, what they're doing with the football program. I, I feel comfortable that they can turn this around with the basketball program.
1: You yeah. know. So we will see. We'll see. <laughs> all right, buddy. You take care, man. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, our boy Zach from Facebook. You hear me mention him all the time. We're gonna skip a couple of these. And we'll go, let's go, let's do uh, at Mahirio underscore 10. Benny was terrific. Definitely looking forward to seeing him nab more minutes in the coming games. Zone was crisp. Every rotation so good. Hands were up. Communication was there. Buddy Joe Cole, lighting it up from out there. <laughs> Need this going forward. Thank you, Mahir. Thank you for <laughs> giving me a, a little bit of a laugh. Uh, at uh, water boy. look, water girl, water baby. Water baby born last week. Or was it the beginning yeah, of this yeah. week? I think it was over the weekend. I can't remember. Uh, recently. We were hoping that Syracuse could go on a run for Water Baby, but it didn't happen. So it's a little sad. Uh, I, he says, at Water <laughs> Waterboy, I pride myself on being an optimistic and fun-loving guy. So when I say that apathy has worked in it, its way in, apathy has worked its way in, and I can't even... Tr- truly get worked up over the result of this game that's very telling this feeling absolutely sucks yeah like i was telling joe before we came on i was like and sometimes joe and i will talk before we come on but i think we both knew it wasn't worth it after this one (laughs) but but i did tell him um you know i was totally emotionless last night watching this watching that game just crumble before my eyes i'm Mm -hmm. just I, i wasn't mad I was just waiting for it to be over so I could shut the TV off, put my posts out on social media for thoughts on the game and go to bed. And that's where I was. And that's where I am. And that's too bad. So I feel you. Yeah, we're gonna, our, uh, we're gonna
2: lose our we're gonna lose our cardiac cues card.
1: Yeah, right. I would love a cardiac cues game hey, at this at point. At least there'll
2: be less heart attacks.
1: <laughs> right. Take me to Krause. Uh at Jamie Jewett not having Samir really hurt and shots were off across the board wish Benny went in sooner for rebounding we still had a great time at the game cheering them on good went to went to pit or live in pit either or we uh, representing Quse there that's awesome it's a t- zoo t- it's a tough year uh, but we've got some great talent coming in that's true i mm. like the optimism we got some great talent coming in but you know what i always say until they are in a jersey on the floor, guys. I'm not counting my chickens before my eggs are hatched. And that's just no. as simple as that. Uh, one more, and we'll hit this stupid Wake Forest game up real quick. Uh, great game. Love the energy. Love seeing Benny play. Love seeing Cuse score blazing 13 points in the final 14 minutes and holding Pitt to only 40 in the second half. Can't wait for Wake on Saturday. Yes. Speaking of Wake, Joe. Uh, I
2: love the satire.
1: I know. You got to have it sometimes.
3: 100%.
2: Uh,
1: Did I mention him? Who was that? Did I mention him? At E. Konecki. Thank you. E. All right. E. So Syracuse returns home for an 8 p.m. matchup, and Joe has to get a beer. All right, Joe, go get a beer. (laughs) I'll tell you what, these guys... Here he comes going to rattle the headset. There it is. Sorry, bro. Right. Okay. Can I talk now? It's gonna be. No, it's I'm gonna just be quick. This. There
2: used to be a day where it wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't need to do that. But I, I need to drink to to do these parts.
1: Oh, so you got the same amount of beers. You're just drinking them faster. Is that what it is?
2: No, yeah, I'll, more, yeah, yeah, pretty much that's what it is. Okay, yeah.
1: all right. All right, Syracuse returns home for an APM matchup this Saturday. The Orange looked even the score with Wake Forest after losing in overtime, 77-74 to 74 just a couple weeks ago. It was um, January 8th. Uh, Gerard Band. we know the starting five, right? It hasn't changed all year. <laughs> overtime game um, and just barely came out on the losing end of this thing. So, uh, Jimmy Beheim 21 points, and Cole Swider with 14 rebounds. Since playing Syracuse, Wake uh, has lost to Duke. Uh, they've played five games, lost to Duke, wins over Virginia, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and Boston College. All but the win over UVA were in double digits, and the win over Boston College was 30. Okay? So, um, Ken Palm has them ranked 29th with an adjusted offense ranked 42nd and an adjusted defense ranked 38th. So in the top 50 of both of those categories. And this team is good. And um, we are very fortunate to even hang with them, I feel like, at this point, looking back at it. Um, you know, if we would have just pulled that one off, what a what a tremendous get that would have been. Uh, Wake Forest is 33rd in the net, making this a quad two game at home for Syracuse. Surprise, it's only... Quad two, but right there on the cusp. Um, if they bump, if they bump up just a little bit, they'll be in the Quad one territory. They got to get, they got to get in thirty or better in the net. So Joe, Transfer City, killing Transfer people out City. there, right? So yeah. Uh, what yeah. what can we expect this time around? You mentioned that while teams are getting better, I would definitely put Wake Forest in that category. Uh, we are just treading water with our legs getting tired and our nose just barely above it right now. So with that said, Joe, how do you see this matchup?
2: Uh, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to be positive um, in, uh, after this last game, obviously. Uh, Wake Forest is getting better, and they actually, when we played them, they had a guard out. Who transferred the last two years ago? So Steve Forbes, he came from um, East Tennessee State um, to uh, replace Danny Manning, and he took he brought with him Davian Williamson, a guard from East Tennessee State. And he was injured when we played the first time, and he's not injured anymore. He's back in the starting lineup. So Cole Witt, um, guy with a long blonde hair, that uh, the guard out there, he goes back to the guard spot. And again, like I said, I mean Alondez Williams um, from Oklahoma this year transfer, Laravia from Indiana State transfer, uh, Walton from Colorado transfer, Kadeem Sy, uh, misses Ole Miss transfer, and then they got uh, Musius, who's who's been to Wake yeah, Forest, yeah. you know. And honestly, you know, you could see it when we played them the first time. Um, and again, they've only gotten better, and a team like this will obviously only get better you know, as the the season goes on. So you bring in four four transfers plus a transfer from the year before. It's going to take a little while. Um, Not looking forward to this game at all. And um, realistically, the only positive thing, I mean, I I hope that Samir can come back, everything like that. Um, Really, the only positive thing is that this game is at 8 o'clock so that it's not early and it's not going to ruin my whole day.
1: <laughs> so no, I know it's just gonna just, make you drink twice can, as fast when I it's can over just wait
2: wait till eight o'clock and by the end of the game I'll be ready for bed <laughs> and that'll be that'll be that it's probably about the positive I'm not looking forward to this at all and a lot of it comes down to the effort and a lot of the comments that that we saw you know you see that the satire and you see the players <laughs> you know people talking about they quit um, you know buddy's not gonna quit certain players aren't gonna quit but a couple players they're, they're not gonna win the game for you so um I don't know if there's a solution, especially if size hurt. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm always going to go into the game hoping for the best, right? Always going to go sure. into it and assist in that. But right. at this point. Uh, we're in
1: show me territory yeah, we, right now, Joe.
2: At this point, we're, yeah, we're, we're like, oh, let's, let's get an upset. Can we get an upset <laughs> against anybody in the ACC, right? Like Jim Beheim, So let's just get a tournament.
1: Game. Tournament. tournament. I just want to no win a tournament. game.
2: There is no tournament in our site. Not NCAA. No. Or maybe NIT.
1: I mean, it's looking bleak. No. They got to pull so. something out. We talked about getting six out of these next eight and going six and two. Well, I don't see a path for that anymore yeah. at this point. Yeah, see,
2: the seven or six out of eight, that was contingent on them coming out, beating Pittsburgh they, like they should to. have done. And yeah. then maybe with that a little bit of momentum, go back home, maybe give... Maybe figure out something with Wake Forest. Who knows? You know, I didn't really think that we were going to have a chance, even if we did beat Pitt.
1: Yeah, um, play. You got to play Boston College within eleven days of one another uh, of each right. game,
2: twice. Yep. So, um, I mean, again, we'll see. But I don't. I'm not confident you know, for Saturday at all. I,
1: I'm not. I'm not real <laughs> confident either. And to 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 our buddy Tony's point, you know, um, I'm not really. I, I'm. I you know the students will be back. So I hope that they can make some noise. I got to be honest, and I didn't say it, but I got to be honest. Is there not a part of anybody with an earshot of my voice, Joe? Anybody who is a little bit, at least a little bit, envious of the Cameron Crack? I like to call them the Cameron Crackheads, okay, because I like insulting them. But is anybody a little jealous or envious of the Cameron Crazies? The just the tradition the energy and I understand that obviously they're, they're, they're absolutely killing it this year, but they're always like that. You know, they've had down years. They're always like that. And, um, you know, the way they've got that set up, I just am so envious of that. And they stick our students in one little spot and it's just tough. So I'm not trying to be hard on the kids, but it's, it's tough with the way it's set up. It's so intimate. Cameron Indoor. Such a unique place to 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 be able to play and call your home court. I just wish, wish, wish. We had this conversation a couple years ago. I just wish we could build another facility strictly for basketball, holds fifteen thousand, and just make it as intimate as as Cameron Indoor. I just feel like that's you know the manly fieldhouse days. I wasn't really, I was too young for all of that to be honest with you, but. Man, you go back and look at some of the footage from that, and that's what it was, baby. It was crazy like that. Crazy. You know? And, and I, think, I think we missed that. We, yeah, we could pack 30-something thousand in the dome. Well, we ain't doing it this year. We ain't no, we're it. not
2: doing it this year. We're not doing it we this year. We talked about this. Even if we yeah. were good, we wouldn't be doing
1: this. No, year. you're right. I know. We don't want to revisit that. But even no, if we, we were, don't. We, to your and point. End, and we can't camp outside.
2: We live in Syracuse. It's like... <laughs> Single digit degrees. We can't have a, you know,
1: Beheimville. <laughs> <laughs> Bayheimville. Yeah, true. All right. With uh, all right, look, I got it. We got to get going here. Um, okay. Look. Yeah, we got to go. I'm, I'm gonna make I'm this. About sh- to get another beer. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Okay. Um, look, I don't see Syracuse doing it. It's show me. It's show me territory. Like I said, man, I got um, Missouri. I, I got it. I got it. I got it with. I got it within um single digits but but Syracuse doesn't win 84-76 it's a home game. I'm hoping they can shoot a little better. But Wake Forest is putting up some pretty decent points as far as um their offense goes and and they're they're really good. And so I don't see with Syracuse's defense, you know, I think they got really lucky last time. This team's way better now. Talking about 87-98-80 you know 63 against Virginia which is an anomaly we all know pack line defense okay 76 against Duke but you know Syracuse's defense doesn't match up to a UVA a Duke uh, a North Carolina even so um but that said man I got I got Wake Forest winning 84-76
2: so who won anyway you do not say
1: I said I got Wake Forest winning 84-76 not that who won last game uh the when we played wake oh when we played yeah we beat pit yeah
2: okay and we did uh we we guessed the score we did the prediction who won
1: oh who oh oh, i dude i'm sorry i blanked that game already from my memory i uh uh okay i'm sorry i i would you lost me or i lost me i lost you uh you won you're ahead no. by two games right now. I'm I'm okay. three and five. You're five and three. I
2: like how you tried to just you know sorry sorry solid. no that wasn't solid. on purpose it wasn't on purpose both, but sure. but I
1: overshot the score like wildly dramatically. Mm-hmm.
2: I think we both did.
1: You were a lot better than I was, so which is why you why you pulled it off. But we both had Q's winning, which we we suck at that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So
2: um so again. So what was your your prediction? Eighty four to
1: seventy six, son. 84 Wake
2: 84-76. Okay. All right. My prediction is No
1: overtime. No overtime. Well, it was overtime last time. I'm saying it ain't gonna go in overtime. Was it overtime last time? Yeah, it was overtime last game. Where have you been? Do you listen to the podcast you're on while you're doing no. it? No, I do not think so.
2: No. If you're talking then no. Okay. Um they uh Look!
1: Look what we're 80, all at the edge of our seats, waiting for you. What?
2: Eighty-eighty-sixty-seven. Would you
1: Wake look Forest. at it? Just look at it. What'd you say?
2: Eighty to sixty-seven, Wake Forest.
1: Ah, oh, you're undercutting me again, dude. Eighty to sixty-seven, gonna... Wake Forest. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Imagine seeing that one in your head.
1: That's ugly. Actually, you didn't undercut me that much because you went, yeah. Because you went to 67, so it's really close. It's actually um, a five point difference, so it can swing either way. Okay. All right. Look, we appreciate all of you. Thanks, everybody in the green room Michael, Tony, Zach. Thanks for chiming in. We appreciate you guys. Really, really do. And
2: Pitt played way better than what they were, too. Let's just talk they about that. We already the talked about that. Second half. You know what I mean? So,
1: right. We already talked about that. Eps- but Wake
2: Force is good. So.
1: Wake Force is just good, period, from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. good when we played them before. They're just better now. So, I think they're fifth,
2: fifth in the conference right now. They or are fourth,
1: fifth. Son? They're fifth. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. That is going to do it for us. We appreciate all of you for hanging out and listening. If you're here yeah. listening to this, you're hardcore. You are the hardcore of the hardcore. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. We love you. And um, enough can't be said. We'll see you next time. For Joe, I'm Sean.
3: We're out. Peace.